أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله تبارك وتعالى وسلم على سيدنا محمد سيدنا وسندنا وحبيبنا وشفيعنا ومولانا صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وصحبه وبعد الحمد لله for everything الحمد لله على كل حال اللهم لك الحمد كما ينبغي للجلال وجهك وعظيم سلطانك اللهم لا نحسي ثناء عليك أنت كما أثنيت على نفسك صلى الله تعالى رسول سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه وبعد I learned yesterday that Mufti Abdullah was headed to the hospital because of a brain tumor or some mass they found in his in his brain and that they needed to operate on it immediately and in surgery they confirmed it in fact was a tumor um, Alhamdulillah mashallah after a very long surgery six hours or more um, they removed a great deal of the tumor obviously when you're operating on the brain you have to be a bit conservative uh, because taking out too much is going to cause other problems so whatever the residual uh, uh, mass is there in his head inshallah still needs to be treated but right now he I'm told he's uh, recovering that he can speak and that he's kind of cognizant of what's going on and uh, he was also uh, uh, you know alert and aware so alhamdulillah mashallah in that sense we're thankful that the 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 surgery didn't cause any damage of, of that type uh, but I wanted to say a couple of things about why you know, he's an important person to me at least. Uh, that he's a true lover of knowledge. That he, like myself, and unlike many of the, the scholars of our generation or people who serve ilm in our generation, he actually went to university, graduated from university first, and then went to study, not to say anything good or bad about such people, but it's definitely a different trajectory. Uh, and so I appreciated that, that he also had a certain type of shared sensibility and he also was somebody that I can uh, kind of talk to about what the pitfalls also of having that experience are and how to avoid them. Uh, he was a person who kept uh, regular touch with a great number of scholars from around the world. He was a person who still loves books. He has one of the best uh, private collections that are not funded through government or institution um, with wonderful editions of all sorts of books and manuscripts that are housed in uh, uh, the Mill Valley Masjid which is largely patronized by his family amongst other people and uh, he is also a person who taught without charging students money from Nahu and Sarf all the way through reading the Hidayah which is a very difficult book if you want to know how difficult the Hidayah is um, then ask a Darsh Nizami graduate to tell you some of the things they learned from the Hidayah and they'll probably say it was very difficult um, and there's a rare passion for teaching and learning that very few people have and it's not something that's going to produce great numbers or something that's going to be very glamorous but those people who know what it means you know to them it means a lot he did a, a lot of service and continues to do a lot of service for uh, Islam in America. One of the things I collaborated with uh, him on was the uh, work on uh, halal in America uh, before 
he started his project and I joined him. There was no certifier in America that actually openly and transparently published what their standards were, what they considered halal. It was a complete opaque marketplace uh, that was run on word of mouth and on trust, uh, which was not being fulfilled in any place I could see uh, to a degree that satisfies me and uh, to a standard that seemed to be according to any sharia that I could tell. And uh, we put in a lot of work and effort, and the two of us agreed that we would not take re re remuneration for that work. Even though there wouldn't have been anything wrong with it, but it would have been a fitna to the qawm because people are so in love with money, so in love with money. If they see somebody taking anything, it becomes a fitna for them. So in order to, in order to not be a fitna for them, we said, we'll do this for the sake of Allah. We'll employ other people, but we ourselves will be at the helm of it and do the majority of the work. We wrote legal contracts in days that we couldn't afford a lawyer. We used to spend and buy tickets out of our own pockets. We used to make negotiations with corporate entities, with legal and governmental entities. Uh, took trainings from different certification bodies around the world on our own dime, largely. And uh, it was, you know, something we did for the sake of Allah. And it's a sign of His piety and His righteousness. That to this day, people accuse Him of being some sort of like a mafia guy who's making business out of all of this and making money to the point where I've had even other scholars say, oh, you know, he the only reason he certifies this business is because he owns a share in it or whatever. And uh, Allah knows what the haqiqah is. And all I can think of is that Allah Ta'ala doesn't take from a person except for these types of roadblocks are customary for those who he accepts from. And uh, he wasn't perfect. One of the things that I one of the reasons I trust him is because he wears his heart on his sleeve. He's not a good man at deceiving people. So sometimes maybe someone had a communication with him that was up or down or that uh, may not have gone as well as a person wishes. So my request to those people is uh, for on his behalf and on my own because I'm somewhat like that as well is forgiveness at times like this. Mashallah, he has a number of children. I think the oldest of which is 18 or older, uh, Jabir, and the youngest of which are, are you know small children. And uh, he's only about a year older than me. And this all happened relatively recently. I myself didn't know anything about it until yesterday. And then I was told that he's been suffering like headaches and things like that for the last couple of months. So it's relatively recent. But these things could happen to anybody. So we make dua for him and we make dua for a number of people. I put out the, the, the post that we'll gather together to make dhikr and dua. And people will make dhikr and dua, inshallah, on... Uh, behalf of him and on behalf of others and their own maqamat inshallah um, but after you know putting that a number of requests came for other people one brother his father you know he just had a heart attack and is in surgery as we speak uh, another uh, sister said I'm going through a number of difficulties and problems I need the dua as well we make it on for Mufti Sabit but also for the entire Ummah Sayyidina Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam as an act of worship because the point of dua is not to inform Allah of our needs but the point of dua is what to show our slavehood and our need of him to show it to him so that he be pleased with us and he's pleased with us showing otherwise he was the one who always fulfilled all of our needs in the first place and so this is something that we learn from our mashaykh that a person oftentimes they're obstructed from getting things that that are their provision because of their sins and so one of the good things to do when asking Allah Ta'ala is to make tawbah and that when a person's provision is augmented and increased through their 
worship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so the dhikr is a good thing as well and it increases the chances of a dua being answered with regards to others we have this idea and really with regards to ourselves as well a person says oh this is probably so and so's sin or our sin that we're being tried for this and the, you know what I learned from my mashaykh is what is that any difficulty you go through the first instant of it it's already a person goes through difficulty and has these feelings inside of their heart of like what's happening to me and they feel insecure and they feel kind of shaken and rocked uh, in their in their state at that one moment that's the moment in which the sins are forgiven after all after that a person makes tawbah and everything else is just Allah Ta'ala raising a person's maqam and our fear is what is that this is something Allah gave a gift to, to us as uh, you know as the Ummah Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam that there's some poor guy who's running around doing all the service Mashallah Mufti Saab comes from a relatively well-to-do family and uh, I've heard people make offhand comments so I wish I was also you know from a rich family so that you know I could also be free to travel all these places and to do all these things and collect these books but the fact of the matter is having traveled with him extensively throughout the world and collaborated with him on a number of things whether it has to do with khidmah and service or whether it has to do with academic endeavors or intellectual endeavors or whether it has to do with preaching or teaching or any of these other things is that very few people would have the, the, the himma and stamina to f keep up uh, to keep up with him because we've been we, you know we've been on the move together for, for, for now mashallah two decades or so and I see very few people would be able to keep up with him if anyone at all and so this is something we fear from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so we make tawbah to Allah ta'ala ya Allah don't take this ni'mah away from us otherwise a person who dies on iman and a person who suffers and is going through difficulty on iman this is all of it is nur Allah ta'ala the fear of Allah ta'ala is a very sweet fear the fear of Allah is a very sweet fear that anything else you are afraid of it could harm you but the fear of Allah ta'ala doesn't harm you rather it's like a breeze from Jannah that hits a person in this world and then they'll appreciate it in this world through the uns that they have with Allah because it causes a person to be cut off from everyone and everything other than him and then on the day of judgment then a person will taste what the true sweetness of that thing is but rather we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala we show our slavehood to him and we show thanks for what he gave us so far and we ask him to keep these blessings uh, uh, perpetual upon us uh, in this world and at the time of death and in the hereafter so this is my uh, you know this is what I learned from my mashaykh so we'll sit inshallah again these things are in general masnoon they're sunnahs but perhaps the set form is not a sunnah so a person can do whatever they think is the best if they wish to inshallah they can follow along with us as well that we'll sit and we'll make tawbah to Allah Ta'ala using the words of the Quran itself which is the words of Sayyidina Yunus salam from inside the belly of the of the fish he said la ilaha illa anta subhanaka inni kuntu min al-zalimeen uh, such a precious ayah of turning to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that uh, in the Indian subcontinent it's literally referred to as the ayat al-karima the most noble uh, 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 of God's verses and signs that this ayat al-karima will make takrar of it uh, some number of times and then afterward we'll say the kalima of tawheed la ilaha illallah Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said jaddidu imanakum biqawlikum la ilaha illallah and Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said ahvalu ma qultu ana wa nabiyuna la ilaha illallah the most virtuous of the things that were said by me and by the prophets before me is la ilaha illallah and then afterward we'll take the, 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 the name of Allah ta'ala Allah 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 ta'ala says in his book 
Honor the name of your Lord and cut off from everything else completely. Which sounds an awful lot like shutting the lights off and sitting in a dark room and taking the name of Allah. With the idea that when you say Allah, it's like a baby crying for the mother. You don't have to mention what it is. Allah knows what it is. And Allah ta answers every time you call upon Him. Then afterward we'll make short dua inshallah and then we can pray Maghrib and be on our way. أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم لا إله إلا أنت سبحانك إني كنت من الظالمين لا إله إلا أنت سبحانك إني كنت من الظالمين لا إله إلا أنت سبحانك إني كنت من الظالمين لا إله إلا أنت سبحانك إني كنت من الظالمين لا إله إلا أنت سبحانك إني كنت من الظالمين لا إله إلا أنت سبحانك إني كنت من الظالمين لا إله إلا أنت سبحانك إني كنت من الظالمين لا إله إلا أنت سبحانك إني كنت من الظالمين لا إله إلا أنت سبحانك إني كنت من الظالمين لا إله إلا أنت سبحانك إني كنت من الظالمين لا إله إلا أنت سبحانك إني كنت من الظالمين لا إله إلا أنت سبحانك إني كنت من الظالمين لا إله إلا أنت سبحانك إني كنت من الظالمين لا إله إلا أنت سبحانك إني كنت من الظالمين لا إله إلا أنت سبحانك إني كنت من الظالمين لا إله إلا أنت سبحانك إني كنت من الظالمين لا إله إلا أنت سبحانك إني كنت من الظالمين لا إله إلا أنت سبحانك إني كنت من الظالمين لا إله إلا أنت سبحانك إني كنت من الظالمين لا إله إلا أنت سبحانك إني كنت من الظالمين لا إله إلا أنت سبحانك إني كنت من الظالمين لا إله إلا أنت سبحانك إني كنت من الظالمين لا إله إلا أنت سبحانك إني كنت من الظالمين لا إله إلا أنت سبحانك إني كنت من الظالمين لا إله إلا أنت سبحانك إني كنت من الظالمين لا إله إلا أنت سبحانك إني كنت من الظالمين لا إله إلا أنت سبحانك إني كنت من الظالمين لا إله إلا أنت سبحانك إني كنت من الظالمين لا إله إلا أنت سبحانك إني كنت من الظالمين لا إله إلا أنت سبحانك إني كنت من الظالمين لا إله إلا أنت سبحانك إني كنت من الظالمين لا إله إلا أنت سبحانك إني كنت من الظالمين لا إله إلا أنت سبحانك إني كنت من الظالمين لا إله إلا الله محمد رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم لا إله إلا الله 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 
La ilaha illallah 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 Allah Jalla Jalaluhu al-Haqq ta'ala sha'nuh Allah 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 اللهم صل وسلم وبارك على سيدنا محمد وعلى اله وصحبه اجمعين اللهم لك الحمد كما ينبغي لجلال وجهك وعظيم سلطانك سبحانك الله سبحانك اللهم لا نحصي ثناء انت كما اثنيت على نفسك لا اله الا انت سبحانك ان كنا من الظالمين وان لم تغفر لنا وترحمنا لنكونن من الخاسرين اللهم صل على محمد وعلى ال محمد وارحم محمدا وعلى محمد وبارك على محمد وعلى ال محمد كما صليت ورحمت وباركت على ابراهيم وعلى ال ابراهيم في العالمين انك حميد مجيد اللهم رب الناس اذهب الباس اشفي انت الشافي لا شفاء الا شفاءك شفاء لا يغادر سقما في شيخنا ما شاء الله في شيخنا المفتي عبد الله نانا وفي جميع مرضى المسلمين والمسلمات اللهم بسم الله بسم الله بسم الله اللهم اني اعوذ بعزتك وقدرتك من شر ما اجد وحاضر فيهم اللهم اني اعوذ بعزتك وقدرتك من شر ما اجد وحاضر اللهم اني اعوذ بعزتك وقدرتك من شر ما اجد وحاضر اللهم اني اعوذ بك اعوذ بعزتك وقدرتك من شر ما اجد وحاضر اللهم اننا نعوذ بعزتك وقدرتك من شر ما اجد نجد ونحاضر اللهم اني نعوذ بعزتك وقدرتك من شر ما نجد ونحاضر اللهم اننا نعوذ بعزتك وقدرتك من شر ما نجد ونحاضر 
Nasullah al Alim, Rabbil Arsh al Alim, and Yashfia, who was Yashfia, Nasullah al Alim, Rabbil Arsh al Alim, and Yashfia, Nasullah al Alim, Rabbil Arsh al Alim, and Yashfia, Behaki, Ayatel Kursi, Allah, who la ilaha illa, who are Hayul Kayumula, Kuru Sinatuola, no Lahumaf Samaratuma, Phil Erdman, the Levi Shfar in the who illa be Ibni, Aluma, Ben Aidi, Huma Halfahum, while I hit Tonabisha in Menalmi, Labi Masha, I was a Kursi, who Samaratuol Erd. ولا يؤده حفظهما وهو العلي العظيم وبحق سورة الفاتحة أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم ملك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين اهدنا الصراط المستقيم الصراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين وبحق قل هو الله أحد الله الصمد لم يلد ولم يولد ولم يكن له كفوا أنا أحد قل هو الله أحد الله الصمد لم يلد ولم يولد ولم يكن له كفوا أنا أحد وبحق قل أعوذ رب الفلق من شر ما خلق ومن شر غاسق إذا وقب ومن شر النفاثات في العقد ومن شر حاسد إذا حسد وبحق قل أعوذ برب الناس ملك الناس إله الناس من شر الرفاس الخناس الذي يوسس في صدور الناس من الجنة والناس وبحق السبع المثاني والقرآن العظيم وبحق الصلاة والسلام على رسولك سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم اللهم صل على محمد وعلى آل محمد وكما صليت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم بارك على محمد وعلى محمد كما باركت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد وبحق يوم الجمعة المباركة وبحق يوم الجمعة المباركة وبحق الساعة ساعة الإجابة يا ربنا وبحق ساعة الإجابة هذه الساعة بين صلاة العصر بين صلاة المغرب يا ربنا أجب دعواتنا اللهم شفي عبد الله النانا ومرضى المسلمين في كل مكان ما ظهر من أمراضهم وما بطن يا ربنا الأمراض التي في القلوب وفي الأذهان وفي, وفي الأرواح وفي النفوس وفي في الأبدان وفيما أنت أدرى بها منا يا ربنا كأفذاذ وكأفراد وكالمجتمع يا ربنا وكعائلات يا ربنا وكمدن وكأقوام يا ربنا وفي وكأمة كأمة سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم إشفي أنت الشافي لا شفاء إلا شفاء وكشفاء لا يغادر سقما بحق إن ولي الله الذي نزل الكتاب وهو يتولى الصالحين وبحق فالله خير حفظا وارحم الراحمين وبحق ولا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله العلي العظيم وبحق حسبي الله لا إله إلا أنت حسبي الله لا إله إلا هو عليه توكلت وهو رب العرش العظيم وبه حق حسبنا الله ونعم الوكيل نعم المولى ونعم النصير وبحق ما هو مقدس ويتقرب منه على وجه ترضى به يا ربنا يتقرب إليك منه يا ربنا بحق كلها نسألك شفاء عاجلا غير آجل كاملا مستمرا بفضلك وبمنتك يا أرحم الراحمين وبنجاتنا يوم القيامة يا ربنا وبقضاء حوائجنا وضرورياتنا يا ربنا وبكل ما ينبغي لنا أن نسأله منك يا ربنا اللهم تقبل منا إنك أنت السميع العليم وتب علينا إنك أنت التواب الرحيم اللهم إنا عبادك وأبناء عبادك وأبناء إمائك نواصينا بيدك ماض فينا حكمك عدل فينا قضاءك نسألك بكل اسم هو لك سميت به نفسك أو أنزلته في كتابك أو علمته أحد من خلقك واستأثرت به في علم الغيب عندك أن تجعل القرآن الكريم ربيع قلوبنا ونور أبصارنا وجلاء أحزاننا وذهاب همومنا وهمومنا وصلى الله تبارك وتعالى وسلم على سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين سبحان ربك رب العزة عما يصفون السلام على المرسلين والحمد لله رب العالمين اللهم ربنا اغفر لنا وارحمنا وتقبل منا ووفقنا لما تحب وترضى به واختم لنا بالحسن وارفع بأيدينا رأية الإسلام بركة الفاتحة